nobody knows anything anymore. The pandemic strengthened banks. Who would have expected that? And the real threat, as it turns out, uh, shocker, is actually man-made, i.e. the rate hikes uh, spiking, catching bankers out. Now, of course, there's another theory that the pandemic was man-made, and that one's getting a little more traction these days. Who knows? Who knows anything at all anymore? But which bankers have been caught out? Well, so far, SVB, a new acronym, one that suddenly is top of mind for all of us, Silicon Valley Bank. What happened? Well, nothing more than bankers doing what bankers do, doing things the way we've always done it around here, lend long, borrow short. Uh, what was the difference this time that tripped them up, though? What was that difference? Indeed, rates moved. They moved up. They moved fast. They moved a lot. And the big question, I think, on a lot of people's minds is, does this Silicon Valley Bank situation constitute a crisis for Canada, potentially? Is there a banking crisis coming to Canada? In short, I suspect the answer is no. I'm not going to say the answer is no, but I suspect the answer is no. And the market, yeah, the markets, which which is kind of interesting, you know, the mar the markets, aka the they, uh, they've priced in a forty percent chance of a quarter point rate cut at the next Bank of Canada meeting, April twelfth. And furthermore, the same markets, the they, are as of today at least projecting a half point cut by the Bank of Canada uh, by summertime. Now, do economists agree with this? Well, what matters to economists is largely what matters to Canadians, and that's a totally different acronym. It's CPI, right? Consumer Price Index. Inflation. Inflation is what matters to economists, to Canadians, and certainly to the Bank of Canada. The March 21st Consumer Price Index numbers, those are what most economists will wait for before making any kind of call. Although a few prominent ones are already betting on a 0.25% hike. So same amount of movement, just in the complete opposite direction as the they, the markets. So what have we learned at this point about markets, about economists, uh, about the they, about numbers? Um, that none of them can predict anything at all with any accuracy, that nobody knows anything anymore. Canadian economists were off by 10x regarding the January jobs numbers estimates. They were only off by double in February. Uh, being wrong by 2x, that sounds almost acceptable after being wrong by 10x. Look, most of us are not active farmers, but most of you can probably guess the average weight of a cow. You might think about it and you might say, and you're probably saying it right now, uh, 2,000 pounds as your mind sort of blurs the image of a cow and a bull together, and you'd be accurate in that guess. 1,500 pounds for a cow, 2,500 pounds for a bull. That's the average weight. Now, imagine paying a highly educated and experienced individual to calculate, project, not guess, you know, a, a, an expert in their own field to calculate, not guess, the average weight of a cow. They eat, sleep, and breathe cows. Okay, some of Parts of that visual are more appealing than others. Anyways, they come up with their answer, and their answer is 4,000 pounds. You may keep them on the payroll for a while, at least until you could find a suitable replacement, you know, kind of like some people do with a spouse. But imagine that they had guessed an average weight of 20,000 pounds. 
you know you've got the wrong person in the job, the wrong persons in the job, uh, without knowing much about cows at all. And yet, despite virtually no economists being right about much of anything for a number of years, job numbers, CPI numbers, let alone the 400 basis point rate hike in 2022, I think the most out there projection we had was a 200 basis point rate hike. And that wasn't even close to what actually happened. Despite all of that, we still rely on these folks who will suggest to us what will happen next. I think the reality is pretty clear on what's going to happen next. Nobody knows anything anymore at all. And did they ever really? I was pretty convinced myself of my assessment of fixed versus variable. And that assessment worked out really well from my first mortgage in 1991, 1990, actually, I think, all the way through till 2022, a good 30 years. The 1,695 clients I worked with, it was a pretty great run for them until it wasn't. 31 years is a great run, but it's also more than enough time to become complacent, mentally lazy, to become blind to cues that in hindsight are crystal, crystal clear. <sighs> hindsight. And this brings me back to SVB, to Silicon Valley Bank. Are these bankers really the only bankers out there lending long, i.e. buying government bonds at rock bottom rates and then borrowing short term, which they now have to do at higher rates, which is deposits. That's basically the borrowing of the bank. Are they really the only bank to be doing this? Are, are they really going to be the only one to get caught in this squeeze? I mean, bankers going to bank. And chasing yield, even rock bottom yield, despite evidence that a 14-year run of all-time record low rates was coming to an end, that's how many a banker banks. It's unlikely that what SVB did is unique, and this is cause for concern. However, the clients, I think, are the primary difference with Silicon Valley Bank. The clients of Silicon Valley Bank are almost entirely, radically more engaged and connected, both social media-wise and to one another than the typical clients of the typical bank. So much so that investigations are being opened up into whether a small group of those clients, SVB clients, were yelling fire in a movie theater to try and trigger a run on the bank. So is the entire banking system in the U.S. going to collapse? Is the Canadian system under a similar potential threat? Will the Bank of Canada increase rates, cut rates, leave them alone again? Nobody knows anything at all anymore. Anything could happen, or so it seems. Although once it does happen, we will then all collectively pause, look back, and say, well, obviously, about things that were not actually that obvious at all. So to be fair to economists, economic forces are not standing grazing in a field all day, waiting for someone to study them and nail down the date to within 1% either way the weight, the date, et cetera. The rarest commodity on earth in 2023 is certainty. If you could bottle and sell certainty, certainty right now, if you could bottle and sell certainty right now, you'd become a trillionaire, almost certainly. I mean, alcohol used to be certainty in a bottle, right? It was certainty of good times, bad dancing, questionable decisions. It made Friday nights fun for a time. Now there's labels coming soon to a bottle near you confirming with certainty that what's in the bottle will in fact kill you. I mean, it's just, it's not a great time right now. Although it, of course, it is. It's actually the best time. 
today is the best day to be born and to be starting off. I mean, there's been no better day in history than today, and tomorrow will be even better than today. However, I digress. As I stand before you on March 14th, 2023, I will confess that I know less than I thought I did with any level of certainty whatsoever. But I'm not throwing my hands up and walking away. I'm reading at least a book a week, trying to feed my brain. I'm training hard physically at least twice a week for an unrelenting, brutal hour with a personal trainer. I'm skiing twice a week. I'm trying to get out there in the world and experience some fresh air and nature and all that good stuff. I'm feeding my brain and my body with the best ingredients I can. I'm avoiding fast food. I'm avoiding fast news. Will this get me through this stretch? Why am I even sharing this with you? Well, because I think it will, right? Will this help me adapt if this stretch lasts the rest of my natural life? I think it will. I think it will. And this is really the only advice I can offer. Take better care of yourself, right? No matter how great a care of yourself you're currently taking, we can always do better. And people are looking at you to set an example. Maybe it cannot be the example of knowing what will happen next. Perhaps it can be the example of being as prepared as possible mentally and physically for whatever may come. Higher rates, lower rates, these same rates for 25 more years, the return to some level of certainty or not. The bottom line for you, embrace the business ebb and turn up the level of attention you're paying to yourself. Too many of us com forgot completely to take care of ourselves through 2020, 2021, 2022, right up until just recently. Become resilient in whatever area you can start with because resilience is a package deal. You know, if you're a little more physically resilient, next thing you know, you actually feel a little more mentally resilient. You get your mental game a little more on point and your physical game falls in line behind it. And look, the bottom line for Tiff, Mr. Macklem, sometimes the best move to make in the face of conflicting information is no move at all. We can only hope. Thank you.